Welcome to Wisdom and the Word Podcast, the show that not only answers your questions from God's Word, but equips believers with the foundational truths for their faith. We're excited that you've taken time to join us and hope that today's content is valuable to you. In today's episode, Pastor Wiley answers a listener's question from the Bible. Welcome to Wisdom and the Word. This is Thoughtful Thursday, and we are answering our listeners' questions here from the Scriptures and walking through uh, some of these uh, difficult uh, concepts together. We are glad that you are here, and uh, we're going to answer our first question. We're going to jump right into it here today. Uh, Here's our question today. If the Scriptures were written that Jesus did come from the line of Judah, would the Jews have have then believed that Jesus was or is their Messiah. And again, um, again, I'm not really sure. Sometimes we get questions and I'm not exactly sure where the uh, question originates from. Our listener uh, perhaps presupposes here that uh, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was from the line of Judah, but we do know that Jesus belonged to the tribe of Judah. He belonged to the, the lineage of Judah. And But we also do know that the Jews did not accept and did not believe that Jesus was their Messiah, nor do they still today accept Jesus Christ as their Messiah. Uh, we know that uh, in Jesus' day when he came, uh, John 1 and verse number uh, 11 would tell us that uh, he came unto his own, but his own received him not. But thankfully, but in the next verse, but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And so um, for those of us that have believed on Christ, it is difficult for us to be able to understand why someone would not believe on Christ. Um, Perhaps they have a a background where, you know, church, someone, they've had a bad church experience somewhere, or uh, perhaps uh, maybe they come from a background where they just don't believe in an afterlife or they don't believe in eternal life. Uh, Some people have difficulty accepting that there's just one way because of the exclusive nature of of what uh, that would mean for many people who do not know Christ as their Savior. And so there are a lot of obstacles uh, for people when they're trying to speak about this matter of uh, trusting Jesus, knowing Christ. For the Jewish people, it's related to several different things, and we'll get to that here in just a little while. Um, let's talk a little bit about this whole tribe of Judah thing. And um, let me make it clear, Jesus did belong to the tribe of Judah. Uh, we can see that fact in his family records. If you go back to Matthew 1, and my Bible's open here to Matthew 1, verses 1 to 16, you can read in this text, you can also read in Luke chapter number three, um, the uh, Luke chapter number three, the other other lineage of Jesus. Um, and so again, in Matthew one and verse number two, the Bible says, uh, Abraham begat Isaac and Isaac begat Jacob and Jacob begat Judas, which is Judah and his brethren. And then if you look at the other one in Luke chapter number three, uh, you find that Judah's mentioned again, Luke chapter three and verse number 33, the Bible says, which was the son of Aminadab, which was the son of Amram, which was the son of Esram, which was the son of Pharaohs, which was the son of Judah. And so both Luke and Matthew mentioned the tribe of Judah, that Jesus was of the tribe of Judah. Um, you can read it in the Old Testament. 
those books in the old in the Bible in the Old Testament, uh, Genesis forty nine and verse number ten. Um, if you go back to uh, those passages, you can find uh, references to Judah, uh, Genesis forty nine and verse number ten. Uh, you'll find these things written into the fabric of scriptures, um, Genesis forty nine and verse number ten. The Bible says the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. So again, this speaking of the scepter speaks of of ruling, um, and it speaks as is a prophecy of the fact that uh, Jesus would come from the tribe and lineage of Judah, that he would come out of that particular tribe. If you look at Isaiah chapter 11 and verse number one, the Bible says, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And again, this is talking about the Davidic lineage, and we know that David also was of the tribe of Judah. So those verses may not always be easy to understand as you read them, but they show that Christ had to come from the tribe of Judah, and we know that he did. Um, In Genesis, when Jacob blesses his children, which is what we read in Genesis 49, he promises Judah that his brothers will praise him and that they'll bow down to him. Uh, Jacob tells Judah that he's a, a basically um, in Genesis 49, 9, um, talks about him as being a lion's cub. Um, like a lion, he crouches and lies down. And again, the lion of the tribe of Judah, we know is the Lord Jesus Christ. Jacob says that the, the scepter would not, or the ruler's staff would not depart from him. And basically based on Jacob's blessing, the lion is a symbol of the tribe of Judah, which is known as the kingly tribe. King David was of the tribe of Judah. Lions symbolize power, fierceness, majesty. Lions are the king of the beasts. Uh, The lion of the tribe of Judah in the book of Revelation, Jesus is both the lion and the lamb. He's the lamb of God, which would give himself as a sacrifice. And we're studying that in Hebrews on our tune-up Tuesdays here at Wisdom in the Word. And then also uh, we talk about Isaiah chapter uh, number uh, 11 gives us this. Isaiah 31, 4 talks a little bit about uh, the lion and the lion growling. Um, Isaiah 31 and verse number 4. Again, I said in Revelation, he's known as both the lion and the lamb. The Bible says, for thus hath the Lord spoken unto me. This is Isaiah 31, verse number four. For thus hath the Lord spoken unto me, like as the lion and the young lion roaring on his prey. When a multitude of shepherds is called forth against him, he will not be afraid of their voice, nor abase himself for the noise of them. So shall the Lord of hosts come down to fight for Mount Zion and for the hill thereof. And so the Lord is not afraid of his enemies, and he is described as a line. He protects his people. He doesn't allow them to be conquered. And so uh, when you think about Jesus, he's very clearly from the lineage of Judah. Uh, Both uh, lineages represent that. He is not only from the tribe of Judah, but he also, um, when we find him, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah in Revelation and the lamb itself. Now, the, the greater question here that kind of relates to our question is, why do not Jews receive Christ? Why don't they accept him as their Messiah? Well, they didn't in Jesus' day, and they don't today. Judaism still continues to exist as its own religion. They still look and anticipate their Messiah. Um, we believe the scriptures teach that one day they will be deceived by someone who comes in and claims to be their Messiah, but is not their Messiah. He will not be Christ's. 
the anointed one that they're looking for. He will be the antichrist. Um, he will be the one who comes into, um, basically, he will uh, he will be a, a charlatan. He will dupe the people into believing that he's something that he's not. But today, concurrently, both Judaism and Christianity, and while we talk about Judaism and its faith built on the Ten Commandments and the Old Testament law, what we find here is that both Judaism and Christianity have the same Old Testament, but we use different names for it. Judaism has some additional writings. And again, the essential difference is that Christians accept Jesus as their Messiah, as their personal savior and Jews do not Christians believe this because we believe God established a new covenant. We just talked about the new covenant in uh, wisdom in the word on Tuesday. Uh, he established a new covenant through Jesus. That's Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34. This new covenant unfolds in the new Testament, which we believe is God's word. And we believe that Christ is the fulfillment of the old Testament prophecies concerning the Messiah. But why don't they believe? What is it that keeps Jews from believing that Christ is the Messiah. Well, uh, first off, we can say that Jews believe the Messiah will be a political leader who's going to expel people from their land. This was part of their problem with Jesus when he came. He did not come as a military leader. He did not come riding on a horse as a conqueror, uh, but rather he came meek and lowly on a donkey and gave himself for humanity, for their sin. And so Jesus was saying the greatest tyranny that you're under is not the tyranny of Rome, but the tyranny of sin. But they expected the Messiah to be a political leader. And I think even still today, there's an expectation of the Jews that their Messiah will be a political leader. And of course, uh, Jesus was not political. And so the Antichrist that's going to come, he'll be political. And so that will be one of the reasons why the Jews will be uh, deceived. Uh, the Jews also reject Jesus as the Messiah because they can't fathom how God came down in, in human form. For them, uh, for many of them and their theology and their way of looking at things, uh, to it's, it would be impossible for God to become a man, uh, impossible for God to take on physical form. And, um, you know, Jews will acknowledge, they'll say Jesus was a great teacher, a great rabbi, maybe he was even a prophet, uh, but they, they, they hold to the belief that Jesus was only a man and not God, and they do not accept him as the son of God. Um, and of course, you know, some of this stems from Jesus' own teaching. Uh, during Jesus' time, uh, Jesus um, said things. Jesus taught uh, that he could forgive sins while he was here. And that was a problem for the Pharisees. It was a problem for the Jews. Um, again, they, they believe that forgiveness of sins is much more involved than just one man's word. Uh, they also believe that if sins is forgiven so easy, then it can lead to more sin. So uh, why would God just uh, very easily forgive sin? Uh, Jesus taught them different things, like in the Sermon on the Mount, taught them to love their enemies and to pray for them. And, and to them, that was unthinkable uh, to a group of people who had been treated so harshly, to a group of people who had been persecuted and threatened with annihilation on multiple times to be able to treat their enemy in this fashion. Uh, also, Jews don't accept Jesus' teaching that he's on, the only way to God. You know, their religious system is based on restitution and sincere repentance, and Jews don't have any need of a person 
to be able to reach God. They under they look at it and say, well, we approach God through um, observing the law. We ab- approach God by doing what he's commanded us to do. And so they see it as a command-based or a, um, a works-based type of approach to God based on the sacrifices and what God has said and not based on coming through any particular person. And and also uh, Jews reject Jesus because I think mainly, and this is partially, and this, this will be lifted, but Jews reject Jesus because God has blinded them to who he is. And so the gospel uh, could go to the Gentiles. Jews were a means by which uh, God used their rejection in order to be able to open the door of faith uh, to the Gentiles. And so when you look at the scriptures, um, Romans uh, seems to indicate uh, that there is a a delusion, that there is an unwillingness uh, or an inability to believe only for the sake of being able to bring in uh, others who were not of the fold, the Gentiles that God wanted to bring in. in Romans chapter 10 and verse number three, um, the Bible says, for they, that is the Jews, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. That is the way that God has determined that we're righteous is by faith in Christ. And the Jews have rejected that. Um, Romans chapter nine, Verses 30 to 32 deals with this as well. It says, what shall we say then? That the Gentiles, which followed not God, not after righteousness, have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is a faith. But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. This, are we saying that, that the Gentiles have received righteousness and the Jews, after all their years of obedience, haven't received, haven't received righteousness? And then verse 32, he says, wherefore? Because they sought it not by faith but as it were by the works of the law. And so the Jews still believe in a works-based, a, a works-based religion. And uh, that keeps them from believing that salvation comes through a person and comes through Christ. They, they're still looking for their Messiah. To, to them, he's going to be a political person that comes in and frees them from tyranny. And so they do not believe. But I do not believe it's because, um, as our original question goes, that they do not believe or the scriptures don't teach that Jesus was of the line of Judah. Jesus is clearly of the line, line of Judah. He is the, the of the line of Judah. He is the lion of Judah, and he's also the lamb of God. And so, uh, again, that's just some thoughts there on, on the Jews and Jewish faith and Judaism. And uh, we certainly wish and desire for Jews, all Jews, to be converted and to be able to come to Christ. And so uh, we hope that, uh, that they will. And we know that one day their eyes will be open. And many of the Jews will return to Christ as their Messiah in faith and believe. And we believe that that's what the scriptures teach will happen. Well, we want to thank you once again for joining us for this Thursday broadcast of Wisdom and the Word. It's our privilege to be able to answer your questions. We look forward uh, to next Thursday as we continue on. If you have questions, we hope that you'll submit them to us so that we might be able to answer them for you here. Additionally, I hope you'll join us on Tuesday as we continue on our Tune Up Tuesday in our study of Hebrews chapter number 10. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Wisdom and the Word. Have a great day and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Wisdom in the Word podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this show on your favorite podcast app and sharing something you've learned on social media. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope to see you next time on Wisdom in the Word.